airing the Addisons. Let me say this, as followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, we've got to be careful and make sure that in everything, man, we are trying to get as close to what the word says as possible. And we got to understand that with that type of wickedness, man, you know, God does not wink at that. That's judgment. Promoting truth, wisdom, and empowerment. And you don't have shades of truth. You have truth or you have error. You have fact or you have fiction. And now we go into the thick of it. Uh oh. Uh oh. Good afternoon. This is Erin the Addisons here on American Family Radio. I'm Will Addison. Once again, holding it down for the family, sending you greetings from the Addison tribe. And I'm happy to be with you today. Uh, before I go any further, I just want to make sure I get uh, out of the way the housekeeping announcements. Download our podcast at AFR.net slash podcast. You can search for Erin Addison's, uh, whatever show that you would like to uh, download. But you go to uh, AFR.net. You can click on the podcast tab and uh, scroll down to our show and listen there. Also, you can email us at Addison's at AFR.net. A-D-D-I-S-O-N-S at AFR.net. Also, if you would like to keep up with the events that are taking place uh, with AFA, go to AFA.net slash events. You can follow uh, what's happening there. Make sure that you have signed up for the news brief, the daily news brief, uh, onenewsnow.com. Onenewsnow.com presents the news from a Christian perspective. We know that there's a lot of uh, news happening not all news is being covered. Uh, OneNewsNow.com uh, covers the news that other places don't. And so make sure you uh, sign up for the, the daily brief, uh, OneNewsNow.com. Also, uh, make sure to watch In His Image and also share the link with a friend that they can sign up and, and watch as well. In His Image.movie. In His Image.movie. Go there, check it out. And also uh, tell a friend uh, there's something that is a great resource for churches, uh, for Bible studies, for groups. It's just an awesome, awesome uh, resource. And we had Laura Perry and her mom, Francine, on the show yesterday, you know, giving a testimony and sharing, you know, about their experience. And there's more on this uh, documentary if you go and check it out. Also, we are still doing Operation um, Christmas Child. Once again, now more than ever, we want every child to know that God loves them and has not forgotten them, especially in this time of fear and uncertainty. Because of the COVID-19 pandemic, we'd like to collect more shoeboxes than ever. We anticipate even great opportunities to reach children around the world through local um, church partners. Every shoebox gift is an opportunity to share about Jesus Christ and God's love. For more information about this, just go to SamaritansPurse.org slash OCC. It's a very, very good opportunity uh, to show some love to someone else, to show some love to someone else. You know, a lot of times around the, uh, Christmas and, and, and these holidays, you know, uh, we receive things. But, man, we should uh, be about giving as well. And it's a great opportunity uh, for families to do it together and uh, that children will see firsthand 
how we give to others. Also, this week, uh, going back to In His Image, is the Prodigal Prayer Emphasis Week. So make sure that if you have a, a family member or a friend who's away from God or struggling with some of, the, some of these issues that are talked about on In His, uh, In His Image, that you submit that prayer request to inhisimage.movie slash prayer. Inhisimage.movie uh, forward slash prayer. Okay. Uh, there's a lot that's going on, and I won't get into all the political stuff, but I had a chance to watch, uh, I guess it was a press conference done by Rudy Giuliani and the, the lawyers that are, are serving uh, President Trump you know, with a, a voter fraud and all the different allegations. And, man, it seems like, you know, um, they, 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 they were saying that they have some real concrete evidence, some affidavits, some things that uh, prove that there was a fraud, but they need time uh, to, you know, get it all together. They want to uh, uh, argue it in court. And so, man, I, I, this thing is still not over. Um, I think we, as the people of God, we should look at these things and pray. We pray God's will to be done. We pray that truth uh, will come out, that uh, the truth would not be suppressed. Um, you know, there, there are a lot of uh, places that are not even reporting some of the things that are going on in detail. You know, we had a, if we had a truthful news media, we would be hearing a lot more than what we're hearing uh, in regards to this. But as the people of God, once again, you know, we look at these things, we are informed about them, and we pray. We ask the Lord to help us to uh, rightly discern, but also that his will will be done, and also that truth will come out, that truth will come out. Uh, for a minute, I want to I share something that I, um, I'll, I'll just say this, often uh, I write different things that the Lord uh, really put some put on my heart, and um, now I'm not the best communicator verbally, right? Um, and it's funny because I grew up, you know, surrounded by people who were great communicators, whether that was in school, you know, whether it was in church. Uh, but I have never been a great communicator. But the Lord has always led me to write things down, and I write. I I, I would tell people I write much better than I can communicate uh, verbally. Um, that's just the way it is. But there was something that I that I wrote a while back, and uh, man, it came back uh, to my attention, and I want to read it here. And and you know, we talk a lot on this show about uh, marriage and family, um, about our children. Uh, matter of fact, the plan is for tomorrow to have my second arrow, Gabrielle, on the show with me. Um, but we, we really see that within the children that God has given us, there's a great treasure and there's a great opportunity in advancing uh, the kingdom of God, you know, advancing the gospel. And as Christians, we have to be about, you know, the great commission of making disciples. Um, and sometimes within this context of being a church in America, you know, uh, it's not about making disciples, but it's about making church members or church attendees. That's not what Jesus said. He said, go and make disciples. And so we have a very, very great opportunity to make disciples right under our roofs, in our homes. 
And it's not limited to that. You know, we serve in churches. We live in communities. You know, we should be doing that uh, beyond our homes as well. But right in our homes, we have a great opportunity to make disciples. So the army uh, to carry the next wave of the gospel. You know, the gospel of Jesus Christ will continue to be advanced until his return. And in America, we see the start of uh, Christian persecution, uh, not in a sense yet of violence towards the faith, but a disdain towards the faith as being intolerant, mean-spirited, antiquated, out of step uh, with the times. Uh, The gospel of Jesus Christ and the living of a holy life will never, never be antiquated. And as we endeavor to live lives that are different and holy, we will provoke the question of why and how do you live this way? And Peter put it this way. Who is there uh, to harm you if you prove zealous for what is good? But even if you should suffer for the sake of righteousness, you are blessed. And do not fear their intimidation and do not be troubled, but sanctify Christ as Lord in your hearts, always being ready to give a defense to everyone who asks you to give an account for the hope that is in you. Yet with gentleness and reverence and keep a good conscience so that in the thing in which you are slandered, those who revile your good behavior in Christ will be put to shame. For it is better if God should should uh, will it so that you suffer for doing what is right rather than for doing what is wrong. That should be a question that is provoked by the way that we live. That, that should be a question from the world, like, how do you live like that? Why do you live this way? It should be that peculiar that people they would invoke a question and that at that moment we'll be able to give the reason for the hope that we have. Persecution will increase as a culture and as people become more godless while at the same time godly people seek to live holy, set apart lives. So persecution will continue to increase as this culture becomes more and more godless, but the people that are trying to live godly seek to live holy lives and set apart. This friction will produce more persecution. The solution and the proper response is, while in prayer I was impressed by by the Spirit to pray concerning godly seed and to pray for Christian parents, we have to put Uh, in a concerted effort right now more than ever to present to God godly seed. This battle will be stiffer and harder for our children in an increasingly wicked culture. The ball has been dropped in the church by way of the church in America, growing up alongside America and adopting its mantra of the pursuit of happiness at all costs. One feature of this adoption has been a disregard for the family and home in attempts to live the American dream. America has become a nation where, in most cases, two parents have to work. Single-parent homes are steadily increasing. Families are more and more disjointed. The pressures of success, debt, and competition has made the home second, even third fiddle. And I'm speaking in terms of Christian homes. The striking thing about this is the devil 
in all the details. As our fathers and mothers are diverted elsewhere, we've given over what is supposed to be godly seed to the culture. Time uh, is a leading factor in who wins this war. As it stands now, the public, private, or Christian school, or Hollywood, or uh, uh, other media outlets are winning the time war with our families. Even on the weekends, when family is supposed to uh, be together, sports, gaming, the youth department at church average more time than the parents. We have an army right in our homes that have to be the ones that win the war and advance the gospel of Christ. Every Christian home has to have a plan for, the, for gospel advancement. Each parent has to have uh, a spirit-led discernment into where God is calling each child. Each home has to have a family mission. Each parent needs to be a precise archer uh, through the skillful application of the word of God to know just how high, at what speed, and at what precise time to shoot their children into the world. The best foot soldiers we have in our arsenal as the church of the living God are our children. They are the hope for gospel advancement in a godless culture. That's, that's my heart on, on that issue. I, I really believe that uh, we have uh, given up a precious commodity in exchange for careers, just making it in this world, just doing things that, that we desire to do. We have overlooked the home far, far too long. And the call and the, 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 the alarm that I want to sound is that we will turn our hearts back to our homes and that we may not be perfect, but God has given us everything that we need to uh, uh, love our husbands and our wives, to raise up our, our children in the way of the Lord, to stand guard as fathers, you know, about what's coming into our homes, whether it be through television, whether it be through, you know, other forms of media. We have to be vigilant. We have to. The way that this culture is going, we have to have our children indoctrinated in the things of God. This is Aaron Addison's here on American Family Radio. We'll be back right after this. Aaron Addison's here on American Family Radio. I'm Will Addison, and I uh, have a special guest that will be with me for this segment um, doing a local event. So if you're in the Tupelo area, uh, uh, you know, surrounding uh, counties, you're going to want to uh, take note of this. I have with me 
right now. He's a local entrepreneur, business builder, and de uh, developer of leaders. And there's a special event that's happening um, um, this weekend, Saturday at Fair Park at 5 p.m. And it's a special worship uh, service, uh, Worship in the Park. It's a free event uh, here in Tupelo, Mississippi. And so I know some of you are asking, well, if I'm not in Tupelo or even in Mississippi, you know, how can I help with this? Well, we can pray and ask the Lord to bless uh, this event because, you know, when the people of God, when people come together to worship, uh, the Lord is in the midst. And so I want to uh, welcome Corey Lee. Hi, Corey. Hey, well, thanks for allowing me to come on, man. Thank uh, you. No problem. No problem, man. Tell me a little bit about this event. Like, how did it come about? And, and what's your heart uh, behind putting this together? Yeah, so kind of the heart behind it is, you know, bringing the body together and just simply worshiping. Mm -hmm. um, so we live here in Tupelo, we're downtown, and my wife kind of came up and said, you know, wouldn't it be cool if we kind of, you know, just uh, had somebody come and play music, we just invited people, and that's where it kind of started at. Okay. And um, then we saw the, the Sean Foyt uh, guy going around and doing all the worship events in the, the big cities, went to that and said, we've got to do that here. So that was kind of the beginning of it, and uh, super excited about what God's doing here uh, mm -hmm. with this event, but not only that, but what He's doing in our community. So, and so yeah. with, with this event, I see that uh, there's a special guest, uh, Jamie Jim Goshen, uh, would be a part of this. Is that correct? That's correct. Yes, sir. We have a local worship band that's going to be kicking the night off at about 5. Okay. And uh, they'll play for about an hour, and then Jamie will come on and cap the night out, and she'll she'll play for about an hour or so too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Uh, so, the, is the plan to do more of these type of things, or you just want to see how it goes this time, and uh, or is the Lord the Lord been leading you to do like this uh, continually going forward? You know, I think that's a great question. I think this is the beginning of something, and we'll just kind of see where it goes. But mm -hmm. definitely, one hundred percent open to. Wherever God leads us with that, continuing on. It's, I mean, well, you know, as well as I do, you see what all is going on, and, and yeah. it's much needed, you know. So, yeah. um, I, I think it'll continue on what that looks like. I guess we'll just wait and see. Okay, awesome. And I see it's being done, uh, not in any particular church, but at Fair Park. Um, has this helped with maybe getting a response from other churches to be involved? You know, has the response uh, to this been been uh, good so far? It has. It really has. And what we're trying to do is we didn't want to make it about one person, but mm -hmm. the person, right? Yeah, right. We didn't want to make it about one church, but the church. So mm. <clears throat> we don't have an—we're not pastors or anything like that. We are a part of a local congregation, but thought having it at a site like downtown, right in front of City Hall would be awesome. Mm -hmm. But then also um, inviting other um, church leaders to be a part of it, and that's kind of what we've done on this one as well. And it, it really has been well received. It seems to be uh, a lot of excitement around it, which is great too. Yeah, awesome. Now I know you know we're dealing with uh, the health issues, the the pandemic, and stuff like that. Are there certain measures that people need to be aware of as they gather in Fair Park, or is it just open, just come and you know do whatever your your conscience tells you? Yeah, yeah, pretty much that. We are going to have the hand sanitizer stations, you know, and uh, wear the mask, the six-foot uh, distancing thing if you want to do that, too. But, um, you know, it, it is just kind of come and, again, uh, join the body and simply 
simply worship. And and there are people that, you know, don't feel comfortable doing that and it's exactly like you said, man pray because that that, that will that's very much needed too and very helpful. And I just want to say I was listening to your segment segment before and I love what you said right there is present to God godly seed. That's really what you're trying to do, right? And yeah. Present to God godly seed. Amen. So I love that. Amen. I see we have a website here, uh, worshiptupelo.com. Uh, uh, will uh, this event be live streamed too, or is you know will it just be uh, for Fair Park if you can come out to that? Yeah, so uh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to up my technical game, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I am trying to figure out a way to make it live uh, stream. We've got people that are friends in other states and other parts of the, yeah. uh, this state that that have asked about it, so it's like, well, we'll try to figure it out. So the plan is, yes, it would probably be on the personal Facebook page mm-hmm. um, for this one, and then like I said, if we continue on, uh, we created a website for some of that kind of stuff, and, um, and really building a foundation for more down the road. But at this point, hopefully so, but on my personal Facebook page, probably. Okay, and uh, the Worship Tupelo has a Facebook page as well? Is that correct? <clears throat> There, there is a, I guess, an event page. Okay, uh, event we do page. have a Worship in the Park Facebook page. Okay. I've done a whole lot with that. We didn't have an event, though. Yeah. Okay. Is this the first uh, event from Worship in the Park? Is this the first time, or have y'all done things before? Yeah, yes, sir. This is the very first one. My background is kind of in the medical and fitness lane. We've done some stuff like that, but this, uh. will, be, this will be the very first Worship event we've done. Okay. And uh, it's been it's been fun. It's been great so far. Awesome. Awesome. And so when you look at this event, you know, when it's all said and done to you looking ahead to it, what would be uh, a success for you? Like, what do you want to happen? Or what You know, I know we say, man, we want whatever God wants. But is is it like a, a certain uh, worship experience that we're looking for? Or you just want uh, the people of God to, to feel a, a sense of repentance? Like what? What has been some of the prayers that have been prayed about this event? Yeah, man, that's a great question. So I, I truly believe that God is doing something incredible here in our city. And um, my, my prayer for this is that, you know, hearts will be changed, lives will be changed, but families will be transformed and this city will be transformed. That mm. His Spirit will kind of come and rest on this city and that His presence will be not only felt but known. And uh, that's kind of the the prayer that's been going uh, through us, and, and and kind of the heart and the intent behind it is mm. um, truly to see the, the city transform and to know His presence here in the city. Awesome, man! Awesome. And so everything will be starting at uh, 5 p.m. November 21st uh, here in Tupelo at Fair Park uh, Worship in the Park uh, with uh, Jamie Jim Goshen. And uh, you said there will also be a local uh, band that will do worship as well. Is that right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's right. Awesome. And for more information, you can go to uh, worshiptupelo.com. Or you can, uh, there's, and I see there's also, like you said, a Facebook page if you can look look for Worship in the Park. Uh, anything else? Any other um, contact that you want to give the people that might be interested? Yeah, you know, and if people have questions or specifically how they can pray, they can reach out to me uh, Probably best Facebook or email at Corey, C-O-R-Y, at CoreyLeadership.com. And 
would love to have you partner with us in, in prayer because there's there's power in that, right, Will? Amen. Amen. I, I agree. That's power in prayer. Thank you so much, Corey, for being on with me. And, uh, man, we need to uh, highlight this event and we pray that, you know, the spirit of the Lord is there and that those prayers, because we know he hears those prayers, that those prayers are answered. Amen. Yes, sir. All right. God bless you, man. Thank you. Thanks, Will. Have a great day. All right. Well, that, again, that's a, a local event that's taking place here. And if you're, if you're listening, you're like, man, you know, um, I'm out of state. You know, I can't be a part of that. Well, please uh, pray for uh, worship in the park uh, here in Tupelo. It's going to be at Fair Park. Uh, if you're in this area, you know exactly where that is. Um, and so, and you may uh, want to um, contact Corey if you want to do something like this where you are, you know, they they put this thing together. And so I'm sure they can share with you what they've done, you know, uh, if you want to do something like this as well. Uh, so make sure you, if you have want more information, you can go to worship Tupelo.com or you can follow Corey uh, on his uh, Facebook page. All right. So there's been some things uh, in the news, you know, um, one big thing. And I think we can throw this out as being uh, a question uh, for for you, the listener, uh, I, I think I heard my brother uh, E.W. Jackson, uh, Bishop Jackson, earlier kind of talking about this as well. I'm not very curious because months ago on my Facebook page, I posed a question about the vaccine. And at that time, you know, there's no vaccine. But President Trump was saying, hey, when is coming, when is coming? And he was being mocked. <laughs> he was being mocked. The media was saying, ah, that's not going to happen. Then they start saying when they, I, I think they start to see that there was a possibility of a vaccine that they uh, start to say, well, we're not going to take we, we, don't, we don't you know, it's too fast. We don't want to take one from this administration. But now you have at least two vaccines that say that they are 90 upward of, of 90, uh, 90 percent uh, effective uh, so that's coming out. And so I guess they're going through all the tests and everything like that. So one of my questions for you um, because look, vaccines, we've, we, we did a show about vaccines on Erin Addison's when we were on urban family uh, talk and we had, you know, some local people, uh, for vaccine, you know, rights, the right not to take them, you know, uh, on our program. And they shed a lot of light on some things that, uh, I didn't know about vaccines. So my question is, you know, um, for, for you who are up on this and hearing the news, um, are you considering taking this vaccine? They said it's like upward of, of, of 90 percent uh, effective, higher than 90 percent uh, effective. Uh, is this something that you um, see yourself and your children doing, you know, uh, your family is the, uh, the vaccine? Uh, because I know there are so many different points of view on taking vaccines on, you know, what's what goes into them. You know, people desire to know, like, the, you know, what are, are there aborted uh, um, tissues in the vaccine and things like that. And you can find all that out. Sometimes we just need to do research. But now that it's on the horizon and, and they're saying that it's going to be even before this year, you know, at late latest of uh, uh, January. What's your position on that? And I would I would submit to you that even what I talked about in the first segment, you know, I think about my children. I think about my children, you know, when it comes down to even things like 
uh, being vaccinated. And we have a stance that we have in our household. And I'm not saying that this is, you know, what everybody uh, should do, you know, but we've had experience with, you know, one of our children being uh, injured by a vaccine. And so we are very, very aware of what's going on and what's happening. And when you look at how fast these things have been produced, it, it should raise some type of, you know, alarm uh, with you. That's 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 what I believe. You know, uh, we have to be vigilant. We have to be vigilant. We know that there, you know, this pandemic is real, you know, as far as people are getting sick, people are, have died. You know, uh, we we know uh, that it's contagious. But at the same time, I think we have to be very vigilant about, you know, the vaccines and the, the things that will come out to try to uh, uh, eradicate this. And as Christians, be discerning, you know, of what we are allowing uh, to, to, to come and to take place, uh, you know, even within our homes. And as me, like for me, a father, you know, I have to be aware. I have to be aware. I would love, love to sit back and just say, OK, well, you know, man, they got a vaccine. Let's just go ahead and, and do it. But no, man, we, we understand that a lot of times there's some nefarious things that are going on, you know. Uh, so I want to ask you. One of the questions I want to ask you today is, uh, are you uh, going to take this vaccine? Or do you desire for your family uh, to take this vaccine? You have children. Are you going to allow them to take it? Now, I know what's coming because I believe it's going to be mandated in certain things. I believe that in order for children to go to school, I, I believe that they're going to have to have this. You know, this is me speaking. I'm not saying that I've read this in the report or anything like that. But just knowing how things are, there are going to be certain job descriptions that, you know, people have that they're going to have to be vaccinated, you know, with this vaccine and others, you know, before they can even work. And so, I, I again, I think this is going to put a lot of people in a precarious uh, position uh, on, on, this, on this issue. But I want to hear from you about that. Also, as I mentioned in the first segment, there was a uh, a press conference done by Rudy Giuliani and some of the lawyers for President Trump. Now, this has been going on for a couple of weeks. Now, we know that uh, I, th- I think back in 2000 uh, or so uh, that that election with with Gore, like that was 37 days, I believe, you know, that was given to, to them. But now, you know, they want to speed everything up in two weeks and say, oh, you know, they need to hurry up and do this, hurry up, you know, and, and just crown Joe Biden the winner. What are, what, what are your thoughts on this as we're going forward? Are you being worn down? Are you, do you feel like it's time to turn the page? Do you feel like, man, you know, let's just get on with it? Or are you still staying steadfast and saying, wait, I want to see what all comes out? Where are you on this? You know, because that, quite honestly, there's a lot at stake. There's a lot at stake, you know. There's a totally different worldview um, that is encroaching and has encroached upon uh, this country, big time. It's manifested now. It's not hidden. You see it all the time. And so, should the position of the Christian be okay? Well, look, we've gone down this path, and man, as a nation, we've committed great wickedness. And we deserve whatever we we get. Or is there still a fighting for what we feel is going to be in the best interest of of the country? And so I want to ask those questions uh, when we get back 
I'll give the phone number when we get back. But this is Aaron Addison's here on American Family Radio. Be back right after this. Just give me Jesus. This is Aaron Addison's here on American Family Radio. I'm Will Addison, and I uh, was talking about a few things before the break. Uh, I want to give out the number, uh, 888-589-8840, 888-589-8840. So the question that I wanted to pose was the one on vaccinations. Uh, there appears to be a couple who that, that have proven to be uh, promising as, as, as the reports go that uh, over 90 percent they're effective is being said and um man that's amazing that's a high percentage i mean 95 percent or 92 percent or whatever they're saying that's that's really uh, amazing to me in that short of a period of time so the question to you is are you taking the vaccine are you um are you giving your kids the vaccine your family you know do you feel comfortable with that the other question was also as far as the election goes. You know, it's been a couple weeks uh, and uh, President Trump has not conceded. Uh, his legal team actually did a, a press conference today talking about their path to victory. And um, and so in uh, some of the, the, the uh, court battles that are up to come, I know they're running out of time, you know, but um, where are you on this? Should we just move forward or, man, it's worth fighting for? Uh, I would love to hear your your opinion on that. And also in the first segment, I talked about our kids being uh, valuable, you know, in the spreading of the gospel here in America, that we have to raise up godly seed. We raise up godly seed and that uh, by discipleship that's ha- that's, that happens in the home, we're able to win this nation. I believe it. I believe it. If the people of God would turn our focus back to the things that really matter um, instead of just maybe trying to attain the American dream, you know, man, what about God's dream for family and for marriage? And so we talked about that. So let's go to the phone lines. I'm going to go to Wilma. Let's go to Wilma in Texas. Hi, Wilma. Hello. Hello. I, I've already made up my mind about the vaccine a long time ago. Okay. They told us that the vaccines are made from aborted babies. Mm. Well, it seems to me like an awful lot of people don't mind about aborted babies, so there are going to be a lot of people taking the vaccine. I'm not interested. Mm. I don't, they're not going to tell you the truth. So they can take their vaccine and do whatever they want to with it. Okay. I hear you, Wilma. Um, and, yeah, I, I know many of them are made with uh, aborted tissues. Now, I'm not sure uh, how many or if that's all of them. You know, but I know there are certain ones and, you know, it would do as well to do our research on that. But, hey, I hear you. I hear you, Wilma. There will be a lot of people that will take it. And she has made up her mind that uh, she's not one of them. All right. Let's go to Marie in Louisiana. Hi, Marie. Hey, Will. Yes. Listen, um, I'm in my 60s now. Mm-hmm. But when I was younger, like 80s and 90s, 
we well that's something the elections um we grew up taking the va- the flu vaccine mom would haul us every year mm-hmm. and after like this was i don't know if it was even out of the 70s I would get a red whelp, I mean like a circle mm-hmm. on my arm at the at the ejection site, it would swell up, I'd say like an eighth of an inch high. Mm. It would get red and hot mm-hmm. and I just it I felt it would drag me down for a few days. Mm. And I finally my mama told me, you know, I was still young living with her. She finally said, You ain't doing this no more. Yeah. Now it wouldn't have it wouldn't mess with her. Yeah, but it would mess with me. Yeah, and I just I I would get sick and I I can't do that. Yeah, yeah. and um, the election. Mm-hmm. We used to serve in. Um, we would serve as commissioner or commissioner in charge. We in Louisiana we have our parishes. You know? Right. We would go serve in. It was South Street School. Never did we have, and those people were good. Well, mm-hmm. in another in another precinct. Mm-hmm. They would always vote like ninety five percent to ninety eight percent. I have never seen any precinct never turn in one hundred percent of their people who are registered to vote mm-hmm. never mm-hmm. turn in a hundred percent of people voting, so there is no one hundred percent that's no, yeah, no matter what yeah so i I've, I've been not taking the flu shot mhm. I mean, I take eight as healthy as I can. Mm-hmm. I take more than one or two vitamins a day, mm-hmm. and I just I, even through all this, like I said, I'm in my sixties. Mm-hmm. I get a, a little sniffle every once in a while. Mm-hmm. I haven't been sick. I've yeah. been going to the store because nobody. I've been going to Walmart, and I'm fine. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, hey, I and, hear you. and I will not take the flu shot again. I hear no you. No way. I hear you. Thank you so much, Marie. Uh, that's that's two people that said, you know, no, not going to do it, you know, uh, and I understand that. Like I said, we uh, my son, um, Nathaniel, um, after he was vaccinated, um, he was very sick for at least a week and he had to be uh, placed in the hospital. And no one can tell us what was wrong, but it was right after being vaccinated. And, you know, he's on the autism uh, spectrum. You know, um, he has uh, sensory uh, issues and integration issues. But, um, um, you know, yeah, he was injured by by that. Um, so we have a, a you know particular stance on it. And we're like, no, I'm in agreement with the two callers. Uh, but I understand that this is a, uh, a pandemic. And, you know, people are saying, like, man, it's highly effective and it can really change the game, change things and stop this the spread of this, but um, we have to consider, you know, what we're injecting into our bodies as well. All right, let's go back to the phone lines. I'm going to go to Dwight in Texas. Hi, Dwight. Hi, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay. Uh, I feel bad because I can't think of his name, but he's in between you and Bishop. Uh, Brian Fisher? And I believe he said, yes, sir. I believe it's Brian Fisher today or yesterday that the two vaccines that they have that are, you know, supposedly ready yeah. don't have any of the aborted baby parts in them. Don't have? Okay, okay. Do not have. Now, okay. you might want to check with him, but I did hear it on, on the station. Okay. Now, as far as, as taking the shot, if I have to do it to continue to work, 
Mm-hmm. As long as it doesn't have any microbes or baby parts in it, I'll, I'll have to take it. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you, Dwight. And I think that's going to be the position of many because I know they're going to mandate it in certain certain uh, industries. Uh, I can see, you know, especially the medical and at school. And that, and I think that's the that's the big thing with me uh, for your children uh, that's in the public school and things like that. Uh, will you just go ahead and say, hey, we just got to do it because, um, you know, my kid has to go to school. You know, now if there and I don't know that for sure. And he said Brian Fisher was saying that there are no um, aborted baby tissues in these uh, vaccines. I haven't uh, looked into it and I will. Um, but that's a good thing, you know. But at the same time, uh, are you willing to to give this to your your children, you know, so that they um, can go to school? I don't know. It's, that's, I feel like it's, it's not just an easy decision to make, you know, some hard decisions that parents are going to have to make. Um, let's go to George in Missouri. Hi, George. Hey, how you doing, Will? Doing good. Uh, thank you for doing what you're doing. I I don't think I, I'm. Uh, we're in our 60s and 70s, mm-hmm. and uh, my wife has dementia. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I'd give her the shot. Just you know, like you said, they when you get a shot, you get a little bit of the the flu or whatever. Yeah, right. But uh, she don't need to be sick any more than what she is, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, about the uh, the voting thing, yeah. I think America can handle the truth. Uh, they, a lot of them don't want to, mm. but when we go and smash phones with sledgehammers <laughs> like Hillary did, yeah. you think that there's something wrong? You know, it's it's they don't mind doing wrong. It's they just don't want to get caught. And... Um, I, I think this should be, uh, I, I think all the people involved in this conspiracy to try to, try to take over this nation mm-hmm. should be put in jail. We need to put more people in jail Yeah, for, look, I, look, for, I, the, for the crimes that they have committed. I agree. It, it's old. It, you know, it, it seems like people, certain people get away with all types of things. You know, I, I agree, George. I mean, man, certain things that are happening, you know. You know, people should be in jail, but they're but they're not. Uh, and I think I think that should change as well. All right. Let's go to Gloria in Illinois. Hi, Gloria. Hi, I appreciate your show you have on. Thank you. And I wanted to tell you, uh, the Lord put in my mind before Trump got in before I'm a caregiver and I stopped at a stop sign. And the Lord said, how can anyone I want everyone to hear this. How can anyone that is really a Christian vote for anyone that's for abortion? Hmm. <gasps> oh. And if we would take that, uh, now I, I have heard that there is more to babies, but I also heard they're going to put a chip thing in on um, too, the, the flu shots that will track everyone. Hmm. I don't know. I would like you all to research that because okay. I, I have Facebook and I get the videos. Okay. But no, there's no way I would take that. In fact, the Lord, I've, I've been going to a church where some of them voted for abortion. Jesus told me I cannot go for the people, not the pastor, but other people that get up there and speak. And if they voted for abortion, Jesus showed me before the, this election, I was texting someone. And when I went to text them, the Lord said, anyone that marks that ballot, listen, with a mark on it for, for abortion, you become a murderer too. And that uh, that's strong. Jesus told me this. Okay. 
I just know that we we should stand for Jesus no matter what. We cannot straddle the fence. And they said, now you can go change your votes. And in Jesus' name, I pray that people that hear me say this will go and change their vote if they've had it for Democrats and will see the light of Jesus and change it and vote for life because God creates everything. Thank you, Gloria. Gloria, thank you. She's very passionate. Now, <laughs> she's very passionate. Look, I, I hear her heart. You know, it's 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 hard to understand how anybody, you know, uh, even outside of being a Christian, but especially for Christians, you know, could vote uh, in accordance with baby murder. You know, that's that's very hard to understand Um, as far as the vaccines and what she said about the chips and all of that. I'm not sure. I don't know. I've heard those type of things before and I've I've heard that that's very real. But I you know, I wouldn't want to speak on that because I, I don't know exactly what's in these two vaccines that they're putting forward. But uh, thank you so much, Gloria. I hear your heart um, and, you know, your passion for life and for God, you know. Um, and, and I would say, that, yeah, that is puzzling how, you know, people can vote in that way, but it happens all the time. All right, let's go to Vernon in Kentucky. Hi, Vernon. Hi there. Hello. Uh, yes. The reason I'm calling is uh, about the... Uh, uh, Joe Biden. Uh, the elections. The uh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you for filling the blank in. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Uh, anyway, uh, what I've been learning to say to Abraham, I can't say it to no one else. Abraham has played this cut three days in a row. Mm-hmm. Joe Biden said he had a scheme. Mm-hmm. Someone says a scheme sounds like stuff that's evil. Mm. So he he said he said he had a scheme, and I was. I was hoping to tell Abraham to play that cut to the lawyers. Because <laughs> what Joe Biden said, it was very incriminating to himself. Hey, Vernon, the lawyers the, the lawyers have heard it. I heard Sandy, uh, Cindy uh, Powell, um, she, she um, not Cindy Powell, Sidney Powell, one of the lawyers, she, she quoted that. She said, you know, Joe Biden said in himself that yeah. he has the biggest voter fraud, you know, system right. in you in That's history. Right there. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And, and it seemed like, you know, they need to when people say stuff like that, man, take it seriously. I don't think, you know, he was lying. You know, I think he really he, I heard him say it because I saw the video as well. But why don't we you know, we oh he just slipped up. Man, that's a big slip up, you know. I think we need to take that type of stuff uh, seriously. All right, let's go to Mike in West Virginia. Hi, Mike. Hi, thank you for taking my call. Mm-hmm. I wanted to say, if I can get the vaccine while we still have a pro-life president, then I'll take it. If I have to wait until we have a population control president, they might change the formulation on us. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, that that hey, that's a good point. You know, I haven't thought about that, but uh, that's a good point. I understand where you where you're at, Mike. And let me go to Kevin in North Carolina. Hi, Kevin. Hey, brother. Thanks again for what you guys do. All right, thank you. Um, as far as the vaccine, I, I definitely wouldn't want to take it. I've mm-hmm. never had a flu shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank God, I've never been sick. My wife actually says I'm probably part alien need to get checked <laughs> or to make vaccines <laughs> but um but we all we gotta do is pray mm-hmm. together for god and as a nation stand together mm-hmm. um i do believe not skip around the federal government and just a lot of corruption mm-hmm. um the god you know jesus said in the end days good will be looked at as evil and evil that's is right. good so that's we right. need to 
we need to all stand together. And thanks again for taking my call. Amen. Thank you so much, Kevin. Well, it seems like most everybody uh, is saying that they will not take this uh, vaccine. Uh, and I can't blame you. You know, we'll see what happens. I know there's going to be some places that, that will be mandated. I just really believe that. But uh, we'll see. Uh, this has been Aaron Addison's here on American Family Radio. Be back tomorrow, Lord willing. Until then, God bless.